Caitlin will be reading our text in this morning. If you would turn over to Acts chapter 27, uh, just real short context this morning. Context to this, uh, what she's going to be reading is um, Paul was part of his journey to Rome, and um, he's on a cargo vessel. It, it won't be in the, the, the reading today, but it's actually a, a weak cargo vessel uh, because they end up dumping that into the sea. But they're in a very, very significant storm. And uh, I'm going to ask uh, if you would read and uh, announce where you're reading from. Okie dokie. Am I good? Okay, okay. I can't hear myself out of one ear, so I don't want to be hollering at y'all. Um, I'm in Acts 27, verse 13. We're going to go to 29. When a gentle south wind began to blow, they saw their opportunity, so they weighed anchor and sailed along the shore of Crete. Before very long, a wind of hurricane force called the Nor'easter swept down from the island. The ship was caught by the storm and could not head into the wind, so we gave way to it and were driven along. As we passed the lee of a small island called Cauda, we were hardly able to make the lifeboat secure, so the men hoisted it aboard. Then they passed ropes under the ship itself to hold it together, because they were afraid it would run aground on the sandbars of Sardis. They lowered the sea anchor and let the ship be driven along. We took such a violent battering from the storm that the next day they began to throw the cargo overboard. On the third day, they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. When neither sun nor stars appeared for many days and the storm continued raging, we finally gave up all hope of being saved. After they had gone a long time without food, Paul stood up before them and said, Men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Then you would have spared yourself this damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep up your courage, because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. Last night, an angel of, of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar, and God has graciously given you the lives of all who sit with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. Nevertheless, we must run aground on some island. On the fourteenth night, we were still being driven along the Adriatic Sea, when about midnight, the sailors sensed they were approaching land. They took soundings and found that the water was 120 feet deep. A short time later, they took soundings again and found it to be 90 feet. Fearing that we would be dashed against the rocks, they dropped four anchors from the stern and prayed for daylight. This is the word of God. Amen. Just want to reiterate just one, one verse, the last one that she, she read. Fearing that they might run aground somewhere on the rocks, they cast four anchors from the stern and wished for daybreak. There's several things I hope that we realize today, and one of those is that be, being properly anchored, what, what does being properly anchored even mean? What does it mean? How do we survive storms in our life? It's very apparent from this reading that dropping or setting an anchor is probably the right term. Uh, setting an anchor properly will help us survive storms. And uh, it's a, that just a matter of time, I believe, before we all um, face storms. And then I would just, um, 
there's several things that I could have decided or um, uh, spoken about. You know, 2020, you know, the new year, it, uh, you, you would think you, there's a connection there to maybe vision. And, um, and it would not, as I said, I'll talk about that tonight. But to, today, I just felt prompted to, to share uh, this uh, about being anchored in 2020. Uh, and I would ask that you just look around to, to one another, to those around you. Maybe if you're close to one, grab it and say, I'm going to be anchored properly. I'm going to be anchored properly in 2020. I'm going to be anchored properly in 2020. I'm just going to ask that the intercessors in the house, I'm going to ask that the intercessors in the house would uh, just spend this time in prayer. This, this, uh, this Sunday and next Sunday, it's a, it's a two-part sermon about being anchored properly, um, setting anchor in 2020. And I just ask that you would spend um, some time in prayer this morning as I, as I kick off here. And again, welcome and thank you for being here. There's many kind of storms in our life. There are uh, storms with our children. There's storms, as the younger ones, there's storms with our parents. There's storms of, of marriage. There's storms of addiction. There's storms of abduction. I mean, how many heard the abduction uh, story out of Moyak? And uh, uh, one person heard the abduction out of, okay. Is this on? Uh, okay, I'm just checking. But pra praise God. Praise God that, you know, that story ended well. Praise God. And, and there's, um, there are help storms that come to our life, right? We're, we're one phone call, one report away from being in a health storm. And, and some of you probably are facing the, the, a health storm today. There's financial storms. Um, many deal with that monthly. Too much month at the end of the money. You've heard that, that saying before. And there are likely, I believe, there's, there's three groups here today, and you would fit into one of these places. You're in a storm right now. You're just coming out of the storm, but you're probably prepping to go into one. It's probably those three things. I hate to say the last one, but you kind of know that I'm, I'm, I'm right if I can say it that way. Um, I, think, I feel like, you know, I struggled a little bit with even sharing this because it's not that it's negative, but I'm just trying to face reality. If, I, if I, we took a poll, many of us went through a storm in 2019. And more than likely, 2020 will bring some things that, because we want smooth sailing water, right? We want water skiing. Who, who's any water skiers in here? Uh, water skiing conditions where it's slick and we, we want it that way, but we know that it doesn't. So some folks might say, well, we just give us an encouraging message. But just one time, don't be so hard on us. I'll give you an encouraging message. It, it, and part of what, thank you for reading, Caitlin. This is what Paul said. Now he's in the middle of a storm. Ship is getting ready to be wrecked. And this is what he said. So take courage, for I believe God just as he said. I, somebody grab hold of that. You have some promises from God. And you need to grab hold of that. That it's going to be just as he said it would be. Praise God. Yes. Uh, hallelujah. We're not promised, again, we're not just promised as we come into uh, the walk with Christ. Or even as mature Christians. We're just not, we're just not promised. I'm going to have to get rid of this, um, this cough drop. Excuse me. I'm slinging all kind of stuff up here. I don't want to put that in my mouth. Excuse me. 
what I want to say is this morning is more than likely we're going to face, many of us will face storms in 2020. And God does not want you, God does not want me just to walk through the storm, to get, just barely get through it. He wants us to grow through the storm. Uh, and, not, and not really, if I can say this in a strange way, but not waste the storms that we will face. And so in 2020, this is uh, what I want us to pray against, that we will not be improperly anchored. Because it's important to set your anchors, probably being properly anchored, becoming properly anchored, or to be properly anchored in 2020. And you're here today, and God is telling you through this guy in the blue suit, well now with no necktie on, to set anchor in 2020. There's a story that actually Johnny brought it to me some two, three weeks ago. And the story goes back a few years, and some of you may remember it. Um, in, in March of 2009, in the Gulf of Mexico, there was two NFL players. And um, they went out with two of their friends. And uh, just, uh, fit, uh, you know, I'm going to give a shout-out to, uh, to um, my friend Steve Bravel because I did this one time with him. We went out about 40 miles on a too small of a boat. So uh, Steve, I had a great time, we caught some fish, uh, i give a shout out, but the boat was too little. But they went out, they went out in a boat, 21 foot, 50 miles out. And they fished, partied a little bit, just having a good time with one another. And um, the, one of them played for the Raiders, the other one was, uh, other NFL uh, player was uh, Corey Smith, he was a free agent. And the other two guys, they were football players as well at the University of Florida. And they spent most of the day out, and what ends up happening is a storm is, is on the way, and they try to, you know, get everything prepped and, and head back in, because, you know, uh, whoever's been on the water knows 50 miles out, and you don't do that in 15 minutes. It takes a while to get in. And uh, what happened was a tragic accident took place. And um, the vessel actually capsized. And uh, what, what ends up happening is three, and these are, you know, specimens of physique and in well shape. And these guys, three out of four did not make it. One of the college uh, kids or students made it back. But the, the, uh, after John showed it to me, I looked up an article, and this is the title of the article. Fatal boat accident involving NFL players caused by improper anger. The storm should have been a survivable storm. It would, that didn't cause the fatality. One of the investigators, one of his comments was this. Overall, it was just a mistake in anchoring. So obviously, as we read, uh, as Caitlin read for us in the natural, it's important to anchor properly. Um, this, the, the, um, the language here, or the verse that I reiterated, says they dropped four anchors. And the reason they did that, to keep them from drifting, to keep them from going further into the shoreline or into the rocks. So I believe we can make a spiritual application of this as well. That it's vital for you and I to uh, set anchor properly. And it's for your well-being. It's for your life's well-being. It's for you anchor for your, uh, your, your marriage and your family. And, and really your future, if we can you know, speak out to that as we look into a, a new year. But God wants us, as we go through storms, and I'm not trying to prophesy that, I'm just trying to be real. 
can I, does that, the storms are, are a reality for us, right? Right? Not that we want them to come, but more than likely that they will come. But God's not sadistic in this. God's not wanting to see you hurt. He does not want to see you struggle. He's, he don't want us to be disappointed or, or distracted this way, but he wants us to grow and he wants us to lean on him through these life circumstances. The storms are, they're, they're really there. We don't, we don't talk about it, but our storms are there really to strengthen us. I just came across an article that's about biosphere. Has anybody read about biosphere too? Okay, biosphere, it was biosphere now. It's, it's a long research project. It started in the 90s. Now, I think I just said that. Biosphere 2 is the name of it now. But in the early 90s, they, there was a, um, eight, yeah, eight scientists that was going to spend two years basically under this bubble. And it was a big bubble. I mean, it's an it area of research. But it had their own ecosystem. They had a desert, they had a rainforest, they had a 7,000 gallon ocean, they had everything that they need. Like I said, they stayed there for two years. Um, they planted their food, they were self-sustained, and they learned a lot. But they missed some things. And the things they did not plan was there was no um, really weather or a contrary wind that would help the trees. I mean, there was rain that was there, there was sun that was there, but because there was no contrary winds to help the, the trees to anchor down, they ended up bending over. And not just bending over, they ended up snapping and dying. So uh, in that windless and that kind of stormless um, situation, it was detrimental to the plant life which ended up causing problems in the, uh, the oxygen uh, level there and ended up having to, to bring um, exterior oxygen, oxygen in. So the same is true for us today. Our turbulent weather, our storms, if you will, our battles, we might make, we call them, is for, uh, it's, it's to strengthen us. Let's not miss that. So our purpose in, in 2020 May, as we face them, and again, I, I don't, um, I, 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 take, I, I take my words um, very strong because I'm not trying to prophesy something over your life that's, um, that God doesn't intend. But May in 2020, the things that we face, may it, because it needs to bring, it needs to birth something out of us. So may the things that we face that we might call negative May it bring a, a, a new confidence that we have in God. May it build our, our faith in Christ Jesus. May it bring out a, maybe a shout of hallelujah. Maybe it bring us to another level of praise in our life because we, we need that. James says, and you know, sometimes I scratch my head at what he says. He says, count it all joy when you're going through various trials. Now, that was hard to swallow if you know what I'm trying to say. But may the things that we face in 2020, may it bring a dependence and a confidence in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, quickly, there were, I think, three things. This is even before we get to them setting the four anchors. There was three things that Paul had, had gotten them to do, advised them to do. Um, first one is in verse 17. So if we can drop back down to in verse 17, and I'll read a part of that. It says, after they had hoisted up 
they used supporting cables to undergird or in undergirding the ship. So the first one, uh, we're just going to phrase it, let's brace up. In 2020, let's brace up. Let's brace up for the, the, if there's an evident storm that's coming. And I'm just saying more than likely there's something that's coming that we don't want to face in 2020, uh, the, the change in weather. So what they would do in those, those days, that they would, um, um, they would try to gird up uh, a sailor or a seaman would jump over off, off of the ship he would, with a cable or with a rope, and he would swim underneath the, uh, the vessel, come out the other side, then they would tie and tie it off. And then they would do it again. They would take another cable or another large rope, and they would uh, come back to the other side. And they, they would repeat that. And what, that was, uh, what they were doing, it was they were bracing up the ship. And then in this way, they were doing, they, they were doing all that they could to brace the ship up for what they were going to, to go through. And in this instruction, I would say this powerful instruction, we understand that when we're facing storms, we're, we need to do what they, uh, we learned from this, this scripture. And I'm saying brace up in 2020, every one of, uh, every one of you. And I, if I had a mirror, I'd look at myself. But in 2020, brace up your mind with the word of God. Brace up your mind with the, with the word of God. We, when we're going through storms, sometimes we have stinking thinking. And we need, we need to realize that we need to think straight when we're in a storm. We need to take control of our thoughts. We need to brace up our mind with the Word of God. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter, uh, chapter 10. Uh, um, and when I, for some reason, when I think about this verse, uh, uh, when I quote this verse, when I paraphrase it, I would, I, would grab, I would grab my hands and throw it like that. Because it says, taking every thought captive to the things that would be obedient to Christ. Because there's some things in our life, if we're not careful, that it will present itself higher than the Word of God. And we know that's not the truth because this bad boy right here, I don't care what translation you're reading, it, this is the word of God. This is the truth. This is the life. This is your lifeline right here. And there's things, situations that would present itself higher than what this word says. Verses like you undergird your mind, brace up your mind with, with verses like this. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb, <laughs> and the word of their testimony. This is in Revelation. Says even under death, brace up your mind because declare. And we got. Uh, and if you don't know them, let's look them up. Who, who is planning to read? I'm, I'm sure some of you have planned to read more of the Word. Some of you are probably uh, looking to read through, you know, in, in two, 2020. And we bless you with that. And, but if you don't know, you can pull out your phone and Google, uh, you know, something that would encourage you if you, if you don't know them by heart. But verses like this, this is out of Job. This is beautiful. He says, Though your beginnings were small, your latter days will be great. We got to look beyond the current situation, the current storm that we're in. And we may not feel like it when we're in the storm. We may not even can see our future, but, but build yourself up. This is what Jeremiah spoke. God spoke to him. He says, I knew you. He says, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. You, God has a plan for your life, and you really didn't even have anything to do with that. It was already being where you were going to be born, the year you were going to be born. Can I say it? The skin, your skin color, and I know there's a, a lot of vanilla in here, right? But but where where you would be birthed at, 
all of that was being, that was before you, what about, what about Jeremiah 29? How many, how many knows that one? How many knows that one? Uh, maybe, I don't want to say we can overquote scripture, but that was quoted quite a bit. Uh, but what does that speak about? That speaks about that we have a future, and not just a future, but we have a hope in that future. Yes. Praise God. Yes. Give, give, give God a hand clap for encouraging us in this. Hallelujah. And while when, when we, we need to hear things like this and build ourselves up in Scripture when we're getting ready, when we're facing Hey, look, sometimes we don't have faith enough in our own selves, but you know someone else that's got the faith and has a hope. You grab hold of them people. They'll help, you, they'll help pull you through the storm. We, we need one another. We need community. Right. Hallelujah. Yes. And that's, I, that's for free. That's not even in my notes. Praise God. So let me find where I, I was at. But please, I said, please, this is my notes. Please hear me today. Let us be prepared no matter what comes in 2020. Brace up your mind. Brace up your mind. Come hell or come high water this year. Let's brace up our mind. Because if we don't, if we don't, this is what's going to take place. Fear will take control. If we don't worry, it's going to take control. Depression will take control. Discouragement, disappointment. Brace up our mind. Brace up your family. Brace up your marriage and the Word of God. Every marriage, I wrote, every marriage goes through storms. I'm kin to my father, John Butler, so... Um, some of you knew him, some of you did not. But he would laugh a little bit, and he would cry a little bit. And, um, I've done both of that. Hallelujah. I wrote, marriage, every marriage has storms. And it's those times that we need to run to church. But we hear things, and we feel things, we just had a fight. I don't feel even right going to church. We just had an argument. We just had a fight. Come to church and build your family. Build yourself up. We can't walk with our feelings. We can't walk in our emotions. We, we, we lie to ourselves. So I feel better by myself. I feel better. And look, and I'm not, I, I just took, like I said, I just took a little quick uh, uh, trip, uh, trip of solitude. But we're in a low place. We don't need to be by ourselves. We need to be around people that will encourage us. I just don't feel like God put us together. They're, they're lies. All those lies. This is not going to work out. This situation is just not going to work out. There should be no wiggle room in your marriage. You put your state in. Now, and, and even in, in here, and it's not really in the notes, uh, but she read about, you know, maybe, maybe you didn't read it, but the, the uh, sailors are getting ready to drop the, sh the, the lifeboat out. Mm -hmm. And they were faking it. They were faking it and acting like they're putting out anchors. Because they were trying to get off of the big boat. But in your marriage, there's no off. Uh, don't get off the boat. Don't get on into a, another boat. You brace up your marriage with the Word of God. I wrote a couple of notes about our marriage. Uh, Robin's turning. Uh, I probably embarrassed her um, when I, I spoke at a funeral. I won't even go into that. But um, I just want to, this year, 35 years, 
Um, I'm privileged to be married to, to that lady back there. It's probably turning a little red or whatever. And, 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 I, and I love her, and uh, I know she's a, a vital part of this, this church. And uh, we thank you for sharing your, your talents with, with us. Um, but every marriage has storms. Every marriage. Now, I'll say this. Um, in our marriage, and I can tell you some stories. I can tell you about, I'm in bed at 11, 11, 30, 12, and we have this, I'll call it a discussion since we're in church. <laughs> and, I, I get, and I get up and I go outside a little perturbed and I start working on the yard. And, you know, folks normally, not normal folks, uh, I know some of you, some night owls that will do that. They, 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 I started working in the yard at, you know, 11 or 12 o'clock at night after I've already been to bed, if you know what I'm saying. And uh, so I'm just going to say this. Um, every argument that we had in, early in our marriage, it was her fault. <laughs> because my mom's sitting on the front row. She knows that I'm perfect, you know. But, you know. Now, obviously, that's a joke. Now, but, but marriage can be brutal on selfishness, if you know what I'm saying. Um, I came across a little, um, maybe it's funny, maybe it's not, but a little saying of Cinderella. It says, Cinderella lied. You're neither a prince nor charming. And you, the lady throws a slipper at her husband or whatever. But people, the point is, we have storms in our lives. And I'm picking on the, the married ones, but you know it's real. And people can lose hope in their marriage. And, um, and the reason people lose hope is, I believe, one reason is that it, the marriage is not braced up in the Word of God. You take the Word of God. Please listen to me this morning. You brace up. You build up. Don't... Not your, not your emotions, because a lot of times our emotions are not right, the circumstances are not right, the fight's not right. But the Word of God, that's what's true. The Word of God is what will pull you through. The Word of God is right. Hebrews chapter 13 says this, Marriage should be honored by everyone. Marriage is honorable, it's precious. Sometimes it doesn't feel too precious, if you know what I'm saying. But brace up yourself. It's dear. Proverbs 5 says, rejoice with the wife of your youth. No one else. We're not trying out a used car. No one else for me. Nothing new. We're going to work through this. It's going to work out for us. Brace yourself up in the Word of God. Verses like that comes to my mind. This is for marriage relationship. This is for other relationships. In, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it says this. It says that love never fails. It says love keeps no record of wrongdoing. And don't allow storms, don't allow these situations to, uh, to sink your, your relationships, to sink your marriage. And maybe for somebody else, because uh, we'll, uh, there's many, many types of storms, as I mentioned earlier. There can be financial storms, financial crisis that maybe that you brought it on yourself. Maybe it was somebody in your family. But again, build up yourself, brace up yourself with the Word of God. Verses like here, here's a couple that I wrote down. 
my God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Deuteronomy, this is in a, a, a chapter where it's blessings and it's curses. And if you're doing the will of God, it says the Lord will send rain at the proper time and he will bless all the work that you've done or that you will do. Malachi, and this is speaking about our giving and, and our bringing of our tithe, but he says, I will open up the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great that you won't have room enough to take it in. Brace up your mind with the word of God. Amen? Amen. Secondly, Paul says, this is in verse 25. He says, therefore, keep up good courage, men, for I believe God. This is the King James. This is what it says in the King James. He said, he said, Sirs, be of good cheer. So as we were facing 2020 and whatever it will bring to us, when we're in a storm, let's cheer up. Let's not have a pity party. Cheer up. Cheer up is the message this morning. Hope must rule the day. It must rule our hearts. Don't cast out hope. Don't cast out hope. Hold fast to it. Proverbs says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Yes. Control your attitude. The joy of the Lord is my strength. It, guys, you, we've had the privilege to come into a house of worship. Yes. We drove here today. We could remember how to get here. Or maybe some of y'all Google it. Uh, uh, you know, uh, um, I almost dated myself. I almost said map quiz. And I was like, oh, that's. But this is what I wrote. It could be much worse. And sometimes I know it is, but we could be in a hospital today. And we could be dying. And I would say if we really consider that, we are all dying. I don't want to be morbid, but I'm trying to be real with you. But no matter the circumstances or the storm, it could be much worse. The message, it, it, part of the message was in our songs today. The message of the gospel, the message of Jesus Christ is victory. Yeah. Right? Victory in Jesus. Yeah. I heard about his healing. Thank you, all Of his cleansing power revealing how he made the lame to walk again. And he calls. That's our Jesus. It's not just a song. It is a reality. Yeah. Let, let's, let's grab hold to, to the promise. The, the other song, uh, I wrote that down when I realized that you, you had selected this. is I'm going to see a victory. There's power in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. Every war he wages, wages, he will win. I'm not backing down from any giant because I know how the story ends. Yes, how I know how the story ends. Yeah. Come on, somebody. That, you should be encouraged as we're, as we're moving into a new year. Uh, and come he Again, hell to high water. He's on our side. Yes. And it's a story of victory. Hallelujah. Yes. It, it's not that, hey, I'm a victim. It's not about I'm depressed and that's my identity. It's not about walking in despair or going through trials. The message is victory. The message that of faith that overcomes the world. No demon, no devil can come against, can stop this thing of faith if we grab hold to it. I'm anchored. What I'm anchored in is stronger than all the lies. 
all that the enemy will send to me, all the storms, all the, the turbulent and the adversary, uh, the adversity winds. Hallelujah. The message here from Paul, he said, guys, I guess I can call you ladies guys, right? Because right. I, I guess it, well, it I'm, that's how my thought process is good. Guys, brace up. Guys, cheer up. Yeah, no matter what comes. Right. No matter what comes, brace it up and cheer up. Hallelujah. This is written in red, John 16. It says, I have told you this thing so that in me you may have peace. Yes. In this world, this is Christ speaking now, in this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. <laughs> Woo! He's leading me, he's leading you, he's leading us. It says from victory to victory, it says from faith to faith. He's not leading us to defeat, he's not leading us to devastation. It's not time to quit, brace up, cheer up, let's move up. It's for your family's good, it's for your, your life, it's for your future, undergird your marriage, undergird your other relationship, undergird this, this house of prayer with the word of God. Hallelujah. Cheer up and let's, let's support, let's build up, let's strengthen all that remains is what scripture said. Now thirdly, in, um, in 27, chapter 27 and 18, it reads like this. And we took such a violent battering from the storm that the next day they began to throw cargo overboard. On the third day, they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. They lightened the load along the way. And part of the things, uh, many believe that they had stopped at different ports before prior to the storm and they had took, taken on they, they were hauling wheat and it's, it's later on in the wheat reading as they, they dumped the wheat over. But in life's ports, we start to accumulate things. We, uh, I'll call it stuff. Sometimes it's good stuff and maybe sometimes it's not so much. But what a storm of life will do, a storm of life will help you identify kind of the extra stuff that's in your life that's not really that important or, or that vital. And you, you understand. But sometimes we, we take on responsibilities. Sometimes they're, I would call them distractions. And they distract us what the main thing is of life. Because really, if we boil it down, if we stew it down, we're just passing through this place. This is not our home. We're not staying here. I mean, hey, let, sign me up for 90 years, you know. And I know there's many folks that live on it. But even if it's, you, you've put me down for 90 years and I'm good with that, God, that's still a short period of time when we can, can compare it to eternity. We're just passing through. So these distractions, what it does, it, it, it distracts us from our walk and our relationship with Jesus Christ. So when we go through storms, Let's begin to, let, let's help. These storms will help us realize what we need to get rid of. Right. Now, it says, in this verse it says, they did it with their own hands. And sometimes I think we wait on God, we wait on God to really tell us, well, you need to do this, instead of just doing it ourselves. Because sometimes we already know some things we've, we've got in our life that we really don't need. But maybe you're waiting for a sign, or maybe... Um, 
Brian Sawyer, one of your lines, if you need to be fit, uh, feel led, right, carry a fishing weight. So if you need to feel led, led of God, whatever. All right, but this is some things that when you're going through stuff, there's, throw out, you complaining. That, that's baggage, complaining. Throw out the baggage of fear, the baggage of despair, the baggage of past failure. Because sometimes we, we tote these things that we don't, we don't need in our life. It's not going to help us be victorious and help other people as well. Throw out the baggage of unforgiveness and bitterness. Because many will harbor things. Amen? Many will harbor things. Amen? Yeah. I wrote, I believe some have picked up activities and they go to places, they go to sites. You've picked up habits, which are weights, extra weights, extra baggage. And God is speaking to you right now to get rid of some of the baggage in 2020. When you're going through a storm, you understand sometimes it's good to unload and get down to what's essential. And what is essential, happy home, is Jesus Christ. This extra baggage, this unneeded weight. This overage of weight, if, if I could call it that, it'll help sink the ship. And the writer of Hebrews says it this way. He said, lay aside or cast aside every hindrance, every weight that so easily besets us. There's things, baggage, if you want to call it that, kind of go with the sermon, that I deal with myself. And, I, I, um, and here's just a couple of them. Um, Maybe other people. We all have different baggages. We all have different storms, if you know what I'm saying. The voice of insufficiency. I hear this voice. It says, you don't have enough education. I hear this voice that says, you don't have enough talent. You don't have the right skill set. You don't have this or that. But if I've got enough God, if I've got enough God, and He's going to carry me to places and put me in places that I never thought He would. And if we can grab onto that, because we, we entertain these lying voices, and He prepares the way for me, He prepares the way for you. And, uh, and He'll carry you to places, and he'll, he'll pay for the trip, if you know what I'm saying. And we, don't, we do not need this, these voices in our life. Get rid of it. You don't need it anymore. Voices of insecurity. Amen. Get it off the boat. Get it off out of my mind. Voices that, I mean, I, I deal with this. I don't know if anybody else does or not, but you can't do this. <laughs> You're going to lose. Right. You're not really good at what you do. Mm. <laughs> but if we can grab up, we're going to the other side. We're going through the other side. The Lord is my shepherd. He's preparing my way. He's providing for me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The voice of insignificance. The voice will tell me, no one really needs you. You're not that important. You're not right for, for this uh, position, this part, this church. You've put yourself in this position, insignificance. But God is with me. <laughs> God is with you. God is with us. Hallelujah. And He's with us in the storm. 
He's with us in the storm. This may be a word for somebody that's in a storm today. This may be for, uh, for tomorrow or next week or uh, in June or whatever. But let's throw the unneeded weight off of our boat, off of our vessel, and lighten the load. Let God be all that he has called you and myself to be. Bold and courageous and confident. Not confident in myself, but confident in my, my faith of who holds my, the, the anchor, which is Jesus Christ. He's the true anchor. It's not the boat that keeps you through the storm. It's the anchor that keeps us through the storm. That's the security. That's the safety that's in the, uh, is in the anchor. So brace up. Cheer up. And lighten up. Throw it off. Throw it and let's keep going. Let's keep going in Jesus' name through the storms. Because more than likely they're going, they will come Fearing that they might run aground somewhere on the rocks. They cast four anchors from the stern and you wish for daybreak. Now, that's, that's the verse that I wanted to bring out. Now relax. Because that's part two. But that's, I thought this would be a one part, uh, just one sermon. But I realized I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do that. We need to take captive every thought. That would present itself above what God says for your life. Because some, some of you have promises for 2020. Things that God has spoken to you. Maybe it's been a word of prophecy that somebody prophesied over your life. And let's just understand that when, when that happens, there's going to be some things that, just like Paul. Paul was heading to a place. He said, you got to go to Rome. you got to go to Rome. And look, he, this dude was shipwrecked. But he was spared. And he's encouraging other people. He's in the storm, but he's, he's over 200 people were on the ship. And he's the one that's saying, cheer up, guys. It's going to be okay. You just better stay in the boat. For, for some of you, you've been adrift because you have not. I'm going to ask um, Johnny if you um, uh, play some, uh, some sound or give us some sound. Some of you are adrift. Some of you are adrift. And you, you're not connected. You're just kind of floating from in, in life, and you don't maybe you don't even know where you're at now. Just as a maybe as a teaser for next month, one of the anchors that you need to throw out is the anchor of your purpose. And then you say, I don't even know what my purpose is, right? Well, you really didn't have anything to do with your purpose. If I can go back to Jeremiah, Jeremiah. From the Lord said, I knew you before you were formed in the womb. So your purpose, your, your high calling in Christ, you didn't really have anything to do with it. But some of you are adrift and you need to sit your set in your anchor. Some of you is, you're called to this church, but you've been drifting and you don't you don't really know how to connect. And you're just hearing from a message from, from this guy named Walter. You need to set your anchor. Just brace up. Whatever storm, whether you're, whether you're floating through to another place or you're rooted wherever you're at in life, let's, let's brace up our minds with the Word of God. Let's cheer up. Because the, the message shouldn't be that I'm, I pity all the time. That, that's the, we represent Jesus Christ. 
And, la and lastly, we need to lighten up. If we, we're walking, we're toting some things. We have habits that we need to get rid of. And I'm not, I'm not telling you talking about eating too much uh, chocolate or pecan pie. Now, some of you need to deal with your diet too. Now, yeah, that's not the notes either, but hear, hear me. We need to be healthy. Your temple is the body of or, or, you know, the temple of God. I got that little, you know what I'm trying to say. So I'm going to pause. I'm going to ask if you need to you need prayer. You're saying, Pastor, Walter, um, I'm going to ask if, uh, depending on the response, if the prayer team would come. You say, I need prayer. I feel like I am drifting. I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm facing this, or I feel like I'm coming into a season of, of, of turbulence. We want to pray for you. And we want to speak life into, uh, into where you're going so we can see beyond. Amen? I think we're having some difficulty. So the, the, the altar is open at this time. Really, the altar is open at any, at any time. If you need to respond to the message, now is the time to do that. Let's talk this So, Father, we, uh, we bless your holy name. We thank you for uh, speaking to us today. God, we ask that we just need your help. We need to be anchored properly and not improperly, God. So, I pray that I pray that uh, over over each one of us, God, that we would um, anchor. Show us, show us to anchor ourselves properly in you. In the mighty, mighty, mighty name of Jesus.